Hi, I'm Tom Rhodes. I'm a songwriter and an artist. I live in Oakland, California. These are my thoughts. I want to share them with you. It's a podcast called Mental Hygiene. So sit back, relax. Let's go for a cleanup. I seen him standing in the hall like a hawk on a Hi, how's it going? Thanks for coming back. Um, I've been a little bit under the weather <clears throat> for the last week or so. So if you're hearing me today and I'm sniffing and coughing and wheezing, I apologize. But I still want to talk to you. Uh, there's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. I'm moving. My wife and I are moving um, from one apartment to another. It's not very far. Just moving a few miles down the road. But... There's something that happens when you move where you have to sort of put everything you own into boxes and carry it around. And it, it, it can't, I can't stop thinking about the weight of stuff. It's something I actually think about a lot. And I don't just mean the physical weight of things. I don't mean how heavy a couch is or, um, books, which, I have no idea why books weigh that much. I'm, I'm one of the biggest proponents of electronic books on the planet simply from moving as much as I have. But, but the weight of ownership, the responsibilities that come with it and how we don't really pay attention to that when we get things. We don't pay attention to the weight that stacks up on us because we get this sort of buzz, the joy of obtaining feeling like we own something. And as I move through my apartment and I fill more and more and more boxes, I sort of feel a bit like all of these things have an ownership of me. Like there's an exchange that occurs, that it's not a one-way street because I have to carry these cookbooks and these amps and these guitars and these art supplies everywhere I go. And some of them are well worth the effort. A guitar, you know, a computer that you work on and create on. They, they are things that sort of, they're like plants that, you know, bloom and, and give fruit that you can constantly pick from. But some of these things seem like they're just stuff. A tremendous amount of stuff and, and I'm not someone who really loves stuff. I don't really like having it, but I still have what seems to be a tremendous amount of it. And, uh, that thought of the weight of all of these things made me realize that that weight is up to me, that I can decide what to keep and what to get rid of, and I should be um, aware when I'm acquiring, try to remain vigilant and be aware of, how, of that weight and how it stacks up. And, um, and I think that that's something that is one of those things that lies under the surface for all of us that we don't really pay attention to because it's it's a difficult thing to quantize until you have to physically interact with it. It's a, it's like a mental weight 
that only physically manifests itself when we have to pick it up and carry it <laughs> to a truck and then upstairs and downstairs. And then, you know, there's other kinds of weight that are along the same thing, the same same psychological pressure, you know, the weight of debt, of a, of a, of a bill that's due every month. It's such a weird thing, you know, it's a, it's a weird thing that as a society we, we all just sort of accept that that's the norm. The norm is to feel this constant pressure, uh, this constant weight on our shoulders. And, you know, I wonder what we can do about that on an individual level. When I was, um, when I was in my early twenties, I moved a lot. Uh, I moved a lot through my teens and, and twenties. And in my early twenties, I moved to New York City from Virginia and, um, everything I moved up with fit in the back of my truck out of old nineties Ford Explorer. And, uh, everything I took with me, including this futon mattress, which took up most of the space, uh, I put my stuff in milk crates and I had about four books, had some changes of clothes, had a guitar, I had a uh, futon mattress, some pillows and blankets, and uh, an incense burner. I'm trying to remember if there's anything else. That's I could pretty much count the stuff down. And uh, anyway, I got to New York and I felt I felt like anything was possible. I had the you know. I had paid my first and last month's rent up front and uh, security deposit. So I knew I had some time to not have a bill. And, um, yeah, it was this weird, weird experience of, of weightlessness around me and possibility. Because, um, when you're, when you have less weight, you can move quicker in any direction. And you can make these choices that are normally obstructed by, you know, the burden of that weight. You know, I can't decide I'm going to jump up and head out of town for six months because I've got a lease and I got to pay a lease and I got to pay car insurance. And, you know, if you have credit cards or student debt or all those things weighing you down, uh, it's just such a hard, such a hard thing and and you carry it around every day and this is the this is my point is that we carry it around every day and we grow sort of strong under that weight and then if you take that weight off i think that we can just we'll feel like superheroes like we can fly hmm. and i don't know I, I i don't know that it's as easy to to do as i i say there you know when, when I moved to New York, what I did was I donated all the crap that I had to this um, women's shelter, a uh, place where, you know, people would, they would resupply people with a, the things you need to start a life, you know, microwave and, you know, bed and that kind of stuff. And um, that, uh, that felt freeing too. Right now, uh, you know, a lot of this crap that, that I have, I call it crap. It's good stuff. It's, you know, it's not, 
they're not idle purchases. They're just things that we don't need or use. I feel like donating those to people who can use them is a good way to lighten that load. And if you're someone who doesn't move very often, it can be very hard to separate the wheat from the chaff, so to speak, and figure out what is what is stuff I need and what is stuff I don't need. There's some great books about lightening your load and and how to sort through stuff. You know, if you don't use something for six months, you probably don't need it. And I, you know, I come from, my father was, uh, you know, a hoarder. He had a tremendous amount of stuff. He, he, he sort of built a castle of, of stuff around himself and created his own little kingdom of stuff. And I don't know. I feel like that also sort of kept him stuck in some of the places where he was. Um, although he didn't maintain a strong attachment to it. And maybe that's another part of it. Maybe, maybe some of the weight is, is the, the value we attach to it. You know, I'm just, I'm just spitballing here. It's just me thinking through these things, but it seems like, it seems like the weight is a, should be a manageable thing by understanding its existence, by acknowledging it and creating limits around our, our weight, creating weight limits for ourselves. We should be able to reduce that stress, reduce that, that feeling. Um, I feel like a lot of, a lot of people I know are, in a perpetual race of stuff. They're, they work really hard and they do something that they don't like for a, a huge chunk of their time. And then when they get home, they want something to make that feel like a tangible thing, like they traded their time for something. And so they buy stuff. They get things and they surround themselves with things and they move into larger and larger vessels for that stuff because that's how our society works. You're supposed to get a nicer car as you get older. You're supposed to get the bigger house. It's okay to drive a beat up, you know, Honda Civic when you're in college, but if you're you know, 65 years old and you're driving a, a Civic, people think, well, this guy really hasn't, really hasn't played his cards right. And I think about it though, and that maybe that 65 year old guy driving that old Honda Civic has it kind of figured out because he, he's got a lot less weight with that thing. It's probably paid off. I mean, he probably bought it <laughs> for cash, you know. 10 years ago and hasn't, hasn't paid a dime on it since and has used that money to do other things. I try to use any extra cash, my wife and I both, any extra cash that we come across to, to travel and to, we try to buy experiences. But even though we're pretty conscious of this, I mean, I would say we're actually really conscious of it. We still have a tremendous amount of stuff and a tremendous amount of weight. And, um, over the next few days, Starting tomorrow, actually, I will be physically carrying that weight from one place to another. And 
I can't imagine all of it is going to make it from point A to point B <laughs> without not making that evaluation cut. Um, and so I'm grateful for this moment of change um, in what could be a pretty stressful time. I feel like it's also a chance to make some smart decisions and you know, something I like about moving, from someone who's moved quite a bit, something I like about moving is each space, you can recreate what you had before if you if you figured something out. But the things that were sort of burned into your cycle, into your regimen, into your decor, the things that were just sort of, it is that way because that's where we put it when we moved in. That's Yeah, of course that's where the... TV goes. That's where the TV has always been. That's where we decided. All that's gone. It's out the window. You got a new place, new layout, new design, new stuff. Let's put it in a different different spot. Um, and that can be exciting. It can be cool. It can give you a chance to grow um, because you have a moment to evaluate why things were or how were how they were or are how they are, and um, and make some make some changes to that. And you also have a chance to evaluate that load that you've carried over and decide if it's exactly what you want it to be in the new place that you are. Um, yeah, it... <sighs> also, you know, there's something to be said for for building up a strength and then when the load is lightened um, releasing it and and then and then it allows for a, a quick growth it allows for a quick change and um, anyway I'm looking forward to that and uh, this is probably going to be a pretty short podcast because uh, I actually have already packed up everything in my office slash studio here except my computer and my microphone and my guitar and um, so I'm going to sign off and thank you and um, hopefully next week I can talk to you from my new place and let you know what kind of growth has happened and I have some, some really cool people uh, coming up and some really cool things that I want to talk to people about on this podcast. Uh, one of the things that I'll let the listeners of this podcast know, <laughs> knock it off, Barkley. One of the things I'll let you guys know is that um, coming in 2017, I will be restarting Welcome to My Apartment. And that's been a project I've been really excited I was re I've been really excited about restarting. I, I really enjoyed doing it um, last year, and uh, it was it was such a rewarding experience. But it was such a such an immense amount of work to get done. Um, I released twenty nine episodes, one a week, and that's a little bit too much of a workload for the things that I have going on now. So I'm going to try to do one a month. Um, I'll probably be able to get more than that out. Uh, it'll probably be 
one a month with bonus episodes as they as they pop along. But um, yeah, welcome to my apartment is coming back. Another cool little piece of news is uh, I started working on recording, writing and recording with an electric guitar, which is something I haven't done for a long time. I've been writing on acoustic and piano for probably the last 10 years or so. And there's something about, you know, putting a little dirt in there, making it a little easier to kind of play riffs and and rock that has has really drawn out some some cool aspects of of my writing. And I wanted to create a vehicle to put some of those tunes out that remains a little separate from myself. I've also been working with these two amazing artists, um, Zachary Kibbe out of L.A. and a producer named Joseph Holiday. And uh, between the three of us, we, we put together a little thing called Siege of Roads and have been working away at recording some tunes. And um, the first song that we finished was actually picked up and used by the UFC, uh, by Fox and the UFC, um, in a run-up to their fights that I believe uh, were this week, last weekend, or their, their next weekend, actually. I think their next weekend. Um, and it's super exciting. It's super exciting when, um, you know, stuff hasn't even hit the hit the CD, hasn't even been recorded or, um, you know, made into to physical copies yet. And um, there's buzz and, and cool stuff happening. So for me, that's very, very exciting. Um, I've been doing this a long time. I've been writing and recording music for a long time. And to to have people listening to it now um, and and uh, responding to it is a is a very um, rewarding feeling and um, and it's in no small part to people like you who are listening to this podcast and the support of my fans that a lot of this stuff gets done um, because you guys have helped me uh, get get the albums uh, before the stuff I'm creating now and the who you were. Um, you've helped me to get all those out into the world, and you guys have literally kept me around playing music long enough to begin to feel some of the success from that and uh, some of the rewards of it. And um, the journey has been amazing so far, and it looks like it's going to continue to be exciting and amazing going forward. And um, man, I'm just I'm filled with uh, gratitude. And excitement, and um, yeah, I just wanted to say thanks. And those are a couple of quick updates. There's, there are other things that are um, many things actually that are in the works, but I'm I'm someone who wants to wait until they're done to talk about them because you never know. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, much like this Siege of Roads um, tune finding a home very quickly. Um, you know, you find out about this as a possibility um, a, a couple months ago, a month ago actually, and but it's a maybe 
until the last second when it's a yes. And you don't want to tell people it's a yes until it's a yes. So, um, yeah. So thank you. I'm going to go break out the scales, see what my life weighs. I would encourage you guys to maybe just think about it. Um, and if you have extra stuff, if you have things that you feel like are weighing you down, items, old, not necessarily old items, but stuff, there are people who can use them. There are people who, who don't, don't have the means, um, and could use some of that stuff. Um, it doesn't need to be kept in closets and storage spaces and spare bedrooms. So if you have, uh, if you have more than you need, maybe share the love and yeah, big love. Thank you guys so much. And hopefully, uh, I will have another episode out next Friday for you guys. And, um, we can talk about how the move went. Hopefully I'll have some uh, other announcements about exciting stuff. And I've got some really, like I said, some really cool guests uh, lined up to come and talk to you guys as well. So big love. Cheers. <laughs>